Hi, I'm Jake Devenball, and welcome to Jake's Hot Nostalgia Show, a podcast where me and my friends talk about nostalgic moments and pop culture from our childhoods. We interview people such as actors, producers, composers, puppeteers, and more. We'll be sharing our favorite memories, talk about behind-the-scenes moments, and so much more. I'm your host, Jake Devenball, and welcome to this Jake's Hot Nostalgia Show episode. Hi everyone, welcome to welcome to the twenty seventh episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. I'm your host, Jake Devonball, and our co-hosts we have for today, Chris Bixby, Matthew Johnson, my big old hit and his pal, Mari Monster, and Y McCullough. How are you guys? We're good. I'm amazing. Doing great. We are Hello. great. Very awesome to hear. Well, today twenty seven episodes here. Yes. Yep. <laughs> very, mm-hmm. Yes, very excited for this one. So this guest we have for today, he's he's a he's a voice actor. He's also he's also an actor too, and he's He's a comedian, and for you know, he he. We're gonna talk about some work that, that that he's done, like you know, shows that we're gonna mention. And here he is, and he's Mark DiCarlo. Mark, how are you? What up, everybody? How are you? Good to talk to you. <laughs> I yeah. just want to say, I just want to put this out. You just won the the award for best guest entrance ever for that intro. Really? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, for, I didn't know I'd be facing a jury today. You just won the award for <laughs> loudest guest intro ever. Yeah, the best guest one yet. <laughs> uh, that's yes. Loud is my thing. <laughs> right. So, first question to start with is how you got started as as being voice actor or an actor or anything you want to do. Uh, well, I, um, I was always funny, I guess, uh, in school yeah. and, um, my best friend in high school's older siblings, uh, Megan Faye and Jim Faye were both on the main stage at second city where I grew up in Chicago. So we would sneak down. We were, I don't know, how old are you in high school? 14, 15 years old. We'd yeah. sneak in the back way and we get to watch that show. And once I realized that you could make a living improvising and being funny and, meet girls and not have to wake up early, I was in. So then it was just a matter of figuring out a way to do it. So um, Mm -hmm. started doing stand-up and uh, started acting. And then I won a bunch of money on a game show before I graduated from UCLA. Nice. I didn't didn't have to get a job right away. And I just started started acting. And then um, uh, we, uh, we did comedy every week at the Improv and a couple other places. And I got noticed by some producers and I got to audition for the Jimmy Neutron show. And then that kind of popped it. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that it started off as a movie and then it went to a TV show. Actually, it started as a little three-minute yeah. pilot yeah. that we, we shot. Yeah, and it was Johnny Boy's Yeah, it's on YouTube. Exactly. Runaway Rocket Boy. Right. I'm going to see. Here's the funny thing. You guys are interviewing me, but you know the answers and more to every question you're going to ask me. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it did that. Yeah. We started doing the movie. And before the movie came out, they called us back and said, hey, this is going really well. We want to do a TV series. So we were mm-hmm. we were already recording episodes for the tv series before the movie came out i think the movie came out at christmas of 01 and we were on the air uh in early yeah. 2002 i just want to point this out i nice. do have the movie but i can't show it because of stuff in my background yeah i have the complete series yeah like behind me yeah oh it just came out on dvd right yeah yep. is it did they up it to hd 16 by 9 or is it still four by three it's still four by three does it look good? Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. All right, good. How did it you come really about, good. by the way? Like, yeah, how did how did uh the role come about? Yeah, how did the role come about? Like, how did you get involved in it? 
Uh, well, I got uh, my improv group, the Frayed Knots, was doing. We had a regular gig in Long Beach, California, every week, and we were doing shows at the Improv in Hollywood every week. And a producer named Paul Marshall saw us yeah. and thought we were funny, and we did a pilot with him. And then he said they were looking for a dad for the series, so he said it was this really smart kid. Yeah. So I thought it would be really funny if the kid's dad was an idiot. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, was just not a, not necessarily an idiot, but just scattered and not yeah. particularly yeah. smart seeming. So I went in. I brought my friend Megan Cavanaugh from A League of Their Own. Oh, I know who she is. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, and we auditioned together, and I think that probably helped. You know, when you have somebody to bounce off of when you're doing the audition. So we uh, they hired us both, and the rest is cartoon history. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like the stuff you guys do at the Raw, especially Jeff Garcia, you don't know what he's coming out with, and it's freaking funny. Neither does Jeff. Yeah, no, he's very. I, if you ever get a chance to see his stand up, he's really, have, really funny. I've actually previously messaged him. I messaged you before about this, I think. But Jeff's amazing. I hope we can get him on here in the future. Uh, you know what? Send him an email. What's, what's the worst he could do? Ignore you. I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, Mark Collier said you have to be on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> See, Mark said I, you ha I had to do it. Yeah, and I know, I know both uh, you and Jeff oh, were on the DJ Bob show, and DJ Bob's a good friend of mine. He says hi, by the way. I yeah, love yeah. DJ Bob. Tell him I said hi. Yeah, and he owes me money. Where's my money, yeah. DJ Bob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you guys were also in the Jimmy Timmy Power Hours as well. Yes. Yeah, we, we did a bunch of different like crossover specials yes. and such at Nickelodeon. Yeah. 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 Luckily, whenever there's been a hue, I've been lucky enough to be the voice of him. Yeah. Nice. So um so uh what what who are some of your inspirations with uh acting? Oh, uh, with acting. Let's see. I think George Carlin's probably my favorite stand-up. Yes. yes. Okay. He's, he's, um, he's amazing. Uh, and the whole the whole Second City crew, you know, all the, the that training method and that style of comedy is um, how I was trained, and uh, most of my friends, uh, most of the most of my adult comedy friends now come out of that area as opposed to like stand up. Um, I think uh, Ryan Reynolds is really funny. Oh yeah, um, ah yes, yes. I think I think. Uh, Rick and Morty's the funniest show on television right now. So I think J Justin Roiland deserves a boatload of awards and Emmys and accolades because he is super clever, super funny, and a really good voice actor. He sure is. Yes. He is. Yes. So um, since we know we just talk about how, you know, was a part of, you know, Jimmy Neutron, but I'm kind of wondering about this, but how you, how you got well as being the voice of, of Lefty for Henny Man? Yes. Oh, who? Lefty. Which who's Lefty? Handy Manny. Uh, oh, and Handy Manny. Uh, you know, it's it's the way the way Hollywood works out here is if you want to do voiceovers, you usually come out of the world of comedy. You get an agent and then the agent will send you auditions. And uh, Handy Manny was um, something that my agent sent me. They send you a picture of what the character looks like. Yeah. They send you four or five lines and a, uh, sometimes a short description of the show. I had, I think I had seen Handy Manny. My wife had been on it yeah. before, before oh. me, I think. Um, wow. And uh, they just, you know, and then you, you decide what the voice should sound like. 
So it's yeah. a big, if it's a big fat guy, he should sound fat. If he's skinny and, and reedy, uh, um, you know, you always try and figure out what that person would sound like. And then you have to try and figure out a unique sound that none of the other 300 people that are auditioning for it will make. And then, yeah. and then it's a matter of just, you know, doing a funny audition. I just thought a left-handed wrench would be a little weird, right? Most. Yeah. Most of the world is right-handed. So if he's lefty, the wrench, what the writer is trying to tell you is he's not a normal wrench. <laughs> and then you, you define not normal any way you want, I think. And then whatever the producers think is the funniest definition of not normal, yeah. they hire. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So um, like any, so, Back to Jimmy Neutron. So, um, like, any fun experiences from doing the show or the movie? Yeah. No, it was horrible. <laughs> there you go. Ever. <laughs> Being locked in a room with jerks like Megan Cavanaugh and Debbie Derry Barry. Debbie's Rob amazing. Paulson. Rob Paulson. Sucks. Rob Paulson's funny as crap. He has no talent and he's very, very mean. Very. <laughs> mean um we we laughed our asses off every day <laughs> and uh we had great writers jed springarn was the 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 head writer and steve banks and gene grillo and a bunch of other writers so we would do each scene as written yeah. and then right away we would go back and do a fun pass or crazy pass we called it yeah. and at that point anyone could say whatever they wanted we were all in our I don't know if you've ever seen a, a recording studio. Most of them, it's just a big open space and a bunch of people stand by microphones and you have to be yeah. quiet while the other people are talking. Because none of us could be quiet in our, in our group, <laughs> we, we were all in sequestered little spaces so that uh, if there was some overlap of talking, it wouldn't ruin the take. So when we would do the crazy pass, we would, start with the script and people would improvise and throw stuff in as we went through. And because that group was so hilariously talented and funny, yeah. uh, a, a large portion of the stuff that we made up ended up in the final cut of the show, which is in wow. my experience is rare because, you know, a writer writes something yeah. and they want you to do it that way. And sometimes people get offended if you change their words, but Mm -hmm. uh, to their credit, Steve Odenkirk and Paul Marshall and all the writers, they welcomed they you know they welcomed our input, and I think uh, wisely so. I mean, find me a funnier guy than Rob Paulson, I'll give you a million dollars. Rob is amazing. amazing, especially the fact that he knew yeah. the Animaniacs still to this day, and that was old. Yeah, many, yeah, Animaniacs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I know you guys, I'm sure I'm sure you guys have seen the the Nations of the World, the Yakko song. Yes. Oh yeah. I, I know he did that one take, didn't he? One take. Yeah. One, one yeah. take. One wow. live one take. take. Yeah. One live take. Wow. I, 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 could, I couldn't one even take. read it in one take. <laughs> and he set he sang it, he performed it, he got all you know, got all the pronunciations of the countries right, did it in time, and made it funny. Yeah, I think. Wow. I mean, he's done a lot of really great stuff, but I think that one piece is uh, it, it, it never fails to make me laugh. Never, yeah. ever, ever. And Jess Harnell is amazing up there as well with him. Oh, they yeah. all are. They all yes. are. And, and, you know, Rob, Rob has told me one of the reasons he thinks that show is so successful is Steven Spielberg spent the money on the music. 
Oh wow! And if, I didn't know that. If you go back, oh wow! Yeah, if you go back, because most cartoons of that era, they'd have music in the show. Yeah, but it was it wasn't specifically scored to the action. If you go back to the old Warner Brothers cartoons, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, yeah. Carl uh, Stalling yeah. would watch the cartoon and then doom 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 doom. Score it right, right, and that it makes it funnier. And 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 Steven Spielberg understood that and hired uh Randy Rogel and a bunch of other musicians to score each specific episode. And you know, that's why they're still funny 20 years later, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I know Matt had a question about the game show you mentioned, yeah, yeah. Uh, that game show for those wondering was uh, say over the century, one of my personal favorites. Um, one of even almost what one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. This was nineteen eighty five, folks. That's uh, two, $2 million. What was that experience like? I had just and was broke. Uh, you know, like college students are, and um, I decided uh, I wanted a convertible because I had grown up in Chicago and here in Los Angeles. It's beautiful 95% of the time. Yeah. Um, and I wa- I've always wanted a convertible. So I decided, all right, I'm going to go on a game show and I'm going to make enough money to buy a used convertible rabbit, yes. which was an old Volkswagen car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe $7,000, $8,000 is what I needed. And um, I went on and I went down there three or four days and didn't get on the show. They, they Like if, they, if they're going to need 10 contestants for a day they'll have 30 there and you sit and you watch and then they randomly call your name and you play the next game so i did that three or four days in a row so by the time i went back for the day that i actually got picked to be on the show i was bored of the process i wasn't intimidated by the lights and the cameras and and i i knew how it i watched how it all worked right so yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. uh, nervous, which I think a lot of, and plus I was a performer. So yeah. a lot of people, when yeah. they go on a game show, they've never seen cameras or lights or they, you get nervous. And yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. And I, um, we shot five shows on day one and I won them all. We shot five shows on the second day. I won them all. Then oh, we wow. had Thursday off and the call time for both Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, those 10 shows I didn't have to get, be there till two o'clock in the afternoon. Friday, when I had to go, I had to risk all the money for the 10 shows to come back mm-hmm. for one more show. The call yep. time was 8 a.m. And I am not a morning person. Oh, and, oh, uh, oh no. Um, oh, boy. If, uh, if you oh, can imagine no. being 20 years old and having $70,000 in your checking account, there was some celebrating that went on after those two days. So I was out late Wednesday night, out yeah. late Thursday night. I showed yeah. up Friday. Then I was nervous because I, if I had lost, I would have lost over a hundred thousand yeah. um, dollars. And uh, I got lucky and knew the answers. And it comes down to a tiebreaker at the very end. And this obnoxious woman who had been like, yeah stink eye in me in the room beforehand we all ate <laughs> together in the in a cafeteria and she walks up to me this is after this is me after winning nine or ten shows she walks up to me in the cafeteria and she goes i'm gonna beat you yeah i'm like <laughs> bring it on <laughs> uh so she screwed up at the end she buzzed in she gave the wrong answer because i i flinched her a little bit i got her to 
jump in. She gave the wrong answer and she lost five points and I won. Um, it's, 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 wow. it's on YouTube somewhere. If you look up Sale the Century yeah. Mark to Carlo, it's yep. it, 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 the day that it happened was March 22nd. So every March 22nd, I watch all those shows. And to this day, <laughs> you're watching nervous. I can't oh, watch it. It, tur- it makes my stomach in a knot. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to lose this talk. Uh, <laughs> so wow. af- after that, I was. And I won a convertible Toyota yep. Celica. So I, yeah, I walked out of right. that with money in my pocket, a convertible, and no immediate need to go get a job in the business world. And I was able to just pursue yes. my life as an actor. And that yep. was, uh, I think, in a life filled with really good days, that was a probably the biggest turning point because all my other friends who were actors had to work in a restaurant or go work and do acting. All I had to do every day was wake up and go to auditions. And I think it really um, uh, made things a lot easier for me. Yeah. I was very, he also did tic-tac-toe. That's right. I got my ass kicked on tic-tac-toe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We don't want to talk about that. (laughs) That's a, that's a whole different ball game right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I have, I would love to see that. Have you seen that episode? I don't know. I'm sure maybe. I have not. not. I've seen the sale of the century, but not tic-tac-toe. Not. Yeah. I don't know if it's out there because, because my my brother Dan had been on Tic Tac Toe and on Pressure Luck, and it had been a couple of years since I've been in Sale of the Century. Oh wow! And I'm figuring, yeah. all right, right, I could use another hundred grand, but uh, <laughs> lightning only strikes once. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you want close to like sixty, what sixty four thousand dollars in cash alone, something like that. Yeah, uh, it was seventy thousand five hundred and forty nine in cash. Oh wow! Wow. wow. And Whoa. then cars and computers and trips and jewelry over, and ATVs over and television. Over $115,000. And this was in 85. Correct. Yeah. It was. was and then that was in 85. And then when I was doing studs in 1991 or 92, the host oh, yeah. of Sale of the Century, uh, Jim Perry, who was just a sweet, wonderful, oh, super yeah. guy. God uh, rest his soul. We had, yeah, he was, uh, he came on as a guest on studs one opening and, uh, was really nice to come on and let me goof around with him a little bit. But he was, while we were taping the sale, the century shows, I had told him in passing, you know, I'm an aspiring comedian and blah, blah, blah. And he would always on air, uh, like set me up for jokes. Like he was the straight man and he would go, Oh, very funny. Our fine young champion, aspiring actor. He really uh, went out of his way to, I guess, promote me, celebrate me as a performer, knowing that people are going to watch the show and maybe someone will see it and hire me and whatever. I didn't get any jobs off of Sale of Century, but I got a bunch of letters from women who wanted to marry me or do things to me. Wow. (laughs) Which I I still have somewhere. I should turn that into a one-man show. There you go. You should. You should. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. So, in short, uh, my advice is be on a game show and win a lot of money. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. my advice, Great advice to you guys. Absolutely. Amazing advice. Absolutely. That's Sorry, the plan. What was your question? You're welcome. Yeah. So, so what were some of your uh, favorite episodes to work on for, uh, for Jimmy, for Jimmy Neutron? Oh, yeah. Uh, when Pants Attack was really yes. funny. Uh, I said, probably my favorite was uh, Cool Hugh when he gets the motorcycle and oh, yeah. he's, uh, oh, yes. Okay. He's yes. cool, Hugh. Um, you know what? They were all fun. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember that we would record them and then they wouldn't be on the air until nine or ten months later. So I don't remember the titles of the shows 
compared yeah. to what we were doing. I just know that we never had a bad day. Uh, one day we were doing a Christmas episode and Mel Brooks oh, yeah, came uh, in to voice Santa Claus. That was pretty oh, yeah. fun. Um, yeah, it was uh, probably cool, Hugh, just because that was a good, good yeah. episode for, for him to transform and do something different. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. there's the one, the Maximum Hugh, where you get the sweatband that he makes. right yeah yeah he was a really wacky character he was kind of i think the kramer of that show yeah Mm -hmm. always with crazy ideas and just a little out of step with the rest of the world Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of i'm kind of wondering about this too do you have a favorite episode of handy manny too yeah do i have a what favorite episode episode of of handy manny no you know what they hired they hired a whole bunch of new tools yeah uh, myself and some other people and we were supposed to be like the new stars of the show and then it never we didn't really work much i only did two or three of them and i think then the show ended i'm not really sure oh, oh i know what Gordon happened Lyle, i think what. was like that because she was also on that and yeah well there was that original vilmer and the, the original core yeah. cast fred stoller and those guys they did a bunch of them and then i think they were trying to renew it and bring in some new characters and i was one of those new characters and we thought it was going to be a big big deal and then it turned out to not be that big of a deal yeah it even had a special agent also crossover before you guys got in yeah that's right oh wow yeah yeah especially agent also it's a good show too so i'm sure i'm sure a lot of uh jim a lot of other jimmy neutron fans who are watching or listening to this are wondering can you still do hugh neutron's voice yes I do. Yeah, I do cameos all the time for people. And uh, I'll, I'll randomly call. C- caller ID really ruined my game because I just used to call up random people with silly voices. But now they can track it back to me. So I don't do it anymore. Uh, but yeah, I can still do it. It's uh, he's he's a part of me. Yeah. It'll be st- I know you've been trying to get a reboot for a while now, but it'd be really awesome to have it. Come yeah, that would be it would be wonderful if the show got together. rebooted. Keep yeah. emailing and sending letters to Nickelodeon. I know that they are uh, they're rebooting a lot of, of the older shows. Yeah. And I know that oh, yes. there's, there's, a, yep. there's a huge Jimmy Neutron fan base, and I know that we'd all love to come back and do it. So, mm-hmm. uh, And the well, only well, reason well, it's well, still well, even well, in play well. is because of fans such as yourself. So we appreciate it, yeah. and hopefully it will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, so do you have uh, any stuff from uh, Jimmy Neutron uh, that you want to show? Mm-hmm. Oh, like uh, swag? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me see. I got. I got oh, wow. that. That's that's kind of like my. Uh, wow. Oh, that's wow. awesome. My wow. bag. It's got my Jimmy watch, Jimmy keychain. That's a camera. It's my backpack. Uh, these are. Uh, Brass passes from the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival that I go through every year. Uh, signed, nice. signed cast poster right there. Oh, nice. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. That's awesome. And uh, I probably have some other stuff, too. Just not readily. Oops. I probably have some other stuff, too. It's just not readily. I have a good photo of or a good poster of um, the Hugh and Judy and Jimmy with the hypno beam. That, oh, yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. And Yes. Katie but Miles is also room. part of that show. She has done amazing voices as well. Mm-hmm. Candy so, Milo. Actually, Candy Milo is one of the guests on my I'm doing a new cartoon called The Baffle the Bear Show. And Candy, yeah. we, inter- we uh, interviewed yes. her live yes. at Comic-Con. I did, did, She was hilarious. 
She's done so many voices. It'd be amazing to have her on. Here. Yes, and that's and that's another thing I wanted to talk about because I know when we uh had reached out, um, we kind of talked a little bit about it. So, um, what? So, Boff of the Bear. What is what is that all about? Uh, Boff of the Bear is a real time motion capture cartoon. Yeah. And we do live shows on YouTube. We started doing it during the pandemic because oh, I was yeah. bored out of my mind. And we were doing mm. an hour a day, just taking phone calls and goofing off. Um, wow. Then we upgraded the model. And now well, we just two weeks ago launched the new Bafo show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We live stream every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific. Nice. And we interview celebrities. We take phone calls. We give away trips to Cancun. Um, oh, wow. It's really fun. Uh, oh, wow. this, uh, 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 oh, this isn't going to air tonight. Is it? No, this is taped. No. Uh, uh so this will be coming out Monday. Oh, okay. Uh, just yeah. last Wednesday, we just last Wednesday, we did a show, uh, live from the LA comic-con Buffalo oh, wow. was on the floor of comic-con in December of 2021 and interviewed a bunch of really big, uh, voices, Candy Milo, Fred Tattashore, awesome. Phil Lamar, uh, bunch oh, of people. Yes who were there and um it's re- he's really funny and we're uh, we're in talks with some television people and uh, although you know what i think youtube is the place to be now it is that's where all the hardcore fans mm-hmm. are oh, so yeah. it's just a matter yeah. of totally it's a matter of building uh building the youtube channel the Buff of the bear youtube channel and getting people uh to know about it and to uh uh you know enjoy the comedy therein so that's we just started that this month and um we have uh, it's really fun to do because unlike Jimmy Neutron, where I record something and then nine yeah. months later it comes out, this yeah. happens instantaneously. It's 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 feature film quality animation instantaneously. My partner is the guy who creates uh, characters for all the big Marvel movies, all the big special effects movies, uh, created this system that does it instantaneously. And it's really I think it's pretty cool when someone can call in and talk to a bear. Oh, wow. <laughs> Might have one of us on in the future. You never know. <laughs> I know. You, guys, I know. you know what? We take phone calls every week. You can call 323 9000. 911 is the yeah. number. Matt, Matt, and, well, uh, Matt would be calling Marty and his characters. Yeah. <laughs> we get all the puppet community <laughs> together. I might. That would know be awesome. We're going to come call in. Call in, Marty. Call in. I want to hear Marty to call in. What would Marty oh, yeah. ask? Oh, yeah. I've. I've called I've called into a radio station before. A friend friend of mine works at a radio station. He used to work at one now to another called in, I think it was sometime last year. Yeah, so he, he's he's been on the radio before. Yeah, and I might do hey. it again. Did you win some tickets, Marty? No, I didn't. Oh, I was gonna say we'll get, we'll, get, we'll get Calvin and uh we'll get Calvin and you know uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny. Trust me, Burke calls the best. We had him on before. Oh my god. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll definitely talk more about that later. I'm sure. Yeah, especially with you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so do you have uh, any advice to people who want to get into uh, acting or voice acting? Yes. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's these days. It really is that simple. As as Marty is proving, right? When I was 20 or 15 or young and starting out, there was no YouTube. There was no TikTok. There was none of that social media stuff. So I, for me to do, for me to act, I had to go to a comedy club, get noticed, get hired, 
just to do what I wanted to do. Today, you guys have all the tools yeah. available to you, literally right in front of you right now. All that all that you need is some imagination and some focus and the desire and the energy to get it done. You know, you could talk about it forever, but doing it. Like there's mm-hmm. there's people that we've met through the Bafo show, Uncle Al and yeah. Ricky Berwick and you know uh, uh the rat um mm-hmm. that just do it yeah so if you you know if you have a friend if you do voices find a person who draws or does animation or does puppetry and go. come up with yes. you know come up with a character come up with a series come up with a a series of ideas that people will like and the first stuff you make will be horrible yeah. And you'll go back and look at it a year later and go, oh, I'm so much better now. And that's yeah. how you yeah. that's how you do it. I think I, I think in this day and age, you have you have no one to blame but yourself if you don't do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You that's know? Awesome. Would you go back on the podcast? Well, I mean, you guys are doing it. This yeah. this yeah. show is proof yeah. that you're doing what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? yeah. You couldn't you couldn't right. have done this 10 years ago, let, let alone 20. But right. you're doing yeah. it, yeah. You, you know, you do it every week and you're building a following, and that's that's oh, what yeah. it takes, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. what you said because Jake had a podcast originally, it wasn't anything like this, and now here we are again, yep. yeah. This. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, right, yeah. You, you, you literally, you know, do it, you watch it, critique yeah. it, you know, you have to be your own best critic, own yeah. worst critic, really. And this works, this doesn't. Oh, I stuttered there. I don't speak clearly enough. All my voices sound the same. Just by doing it over and over again, you'll get better, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. you'll either eventually get discouraged and stop, or you'll start making money from it. But the people that I know that are making big money in animation right now are all on social. They're, they're on the internet. They're mm-hmm. not on TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Would you go back? Maybe we could have you and Jeff on because Jeff's amazing. I'd love to see the two of you together. We actually did some stand up together. Remember last uh, last spring when the the pandemic kind of chilled yeah. out for a little bit before uh, Delta and Omicron. We did a we did a show at um, uh, Flappers in Burbank, California. Here, and oh, wow, yeah, nice. he we just improvised it. He doesn't yeah. really have an act. He just gets up there and talks. And we had I, a really really fun time. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it'd be awesome to have you in him back, you on this podcast, have him on as well, or Debbie. Oh, yeah. Because I know, I think yeah. we were going to get Debbie at one point. At some yeah. point in the future. Doing, yeah, she's doing plus, a lot Debbie of stuff was a now. part of our childhood as well. Yeah. Like, she was on yeah. Playhouse Disney as Clay. Oh, yeah. She's done, yeah, she's done a million different roles. She yeah. Has. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. For family yeah. and Big Mouth. She's got a lot of stuff going on right now. Yes. So, do you have any words to say to the Jimmy Neutron fans? Or fans of your work in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah sure. S- specifically to Neutron fans, first of all, thanks for keeping yeah. the show popular for so long and for advocating to bring it back. I know I speak for the cast in saying that we'd yeah. all love to do more episodes. We all really love these characters. And whenever we go to Comic-Cons, the um, the response uh, from yeah. people it's it's like the show is still on the air right now i, I guess it still is but yeah it, that, that there's still new shows so we really we appreciate your fanhood we appreciate yeah. that you know way more about the show than we do uh and we remember <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh you know keep hammering at nickelodeon i think uh the more 
emails and specifically handwritten mailed letters to their place on Olive in Burbank, that makes a difference. You know, that's yeah. what they listen to. They understand that um, fans drive this business. And if the fans want something, ultimately, if they're loud enough and persistent enough, they'll get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. speaking of popularity, like Henny Manny is kind of like a popular, like a Playhouse Disney show. Yeah. No, because oh my gosh, I remember watching that show. Yeah, not not, not as known as some others, but I think well, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to point this out. They can bring it back. They brought Danny Phantom back in the video game recently, so bring back Dream of Neutron. Sure I'm on did. board. I'm on board. Yeah. Get you in that All Star Brawl. Yeah, and that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean Nickelodeon kind of had that like kind of group of like the like the. M- like the most popular like shows because there was Jimmy Neutron, there was SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, there was Rugrats, there were all these wonderful shows. Yes, so many more, but yeah, Danny yes. Phantom, Danny Phantom, yeah, Danny, Danny Phantom, yeah. There's a lot of it's at the time it was a really great place to work because there were a lot of creative minds there, both uh, in production and in the executive world, Albie Hacked and those guys who who had a really good nose for talent and a good nose for content and shows. And the, you know, the proof is in the pudding. It's 15, 20 years later, and we're still talking about that stuff. So yeah. Um, oh, yeah. you know, it's got staying power. It, mm-hmm. it, it does. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you by the way on social media and all that? Yeah. Uh, um, I am Mark DiCarlo on Twitter. I yep. am Mark DiCarlo TV on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the main show that I'm doing right now in the cartoon world is the Bafo the Bear show. So you can find the uh-huh. Bafo the Bear channel on YouTube and uh, tune in for our live streams every Wednesday night or just go to YouTube whenever you want. You can watch all the archive video, which I think we have over 200 now. Yeah, wow, and you can also great. find wow. him on his website. Yep, and, and, and yes, everyone, people who's watching, um, his, his social media is going to be in the description down below, so you all can oh, yeah. follow. Oh, yeah. We'll even include your yeah. website. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, markdecarlo.com yeah, is my regular yes. website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the last question I'm going to say is that um, a question that we recently added, and it's kind of like kind of like a little boss of the show, what is something that's nostalgic to you? What, what is, is nostalgic to me? Uh, Mel Blanc. There you go. I know who that is. Ooh. Yes, Mel Blanc is amazing. Yes. Mel, you know, in today's world, there's 10, 15 people, actors on every show, on every cartoon show. There was one. All yeah. the Warner Brothers characters from the 40s and the 50s, 60s, 70s, one guy, except yeah. for uh, wow. June Foray, who did the female voices, the witch and right. Rocky the Squirrel. Uh, Everything else, <laughs> Mel Blanc. Where are they? Um, and and uh, to this day, I still watch those cartoons, and you laugh out loud. I mean, because they were yeah. they were funny, and back then they didn't edit like we edit today on a computer, where you can. Yeah do something and if right. it doesn't work you can go back they had to physically take a razor blade and cut the film and cut the audio stripe and tape it back together with tape and then play it that's yeah. how they wow. edited it oh, so wow. to get the perfect the That's perfect timing crazy. when the ro- coyote runs off the cliff hangs in oh, yeah. the air 
and then drops. That was some guy counting frames. Seven frames is too much. Three frames yeah. isn't enough. We'll make it five frames, and it'll be funny. Yeah. Yes. It boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. So Yeah, it definitely so, does. So one more thing. I know, uh, Matthew, there was, before we wrap up, there was one line that you wanted to hear. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to hear him say Jimbo <laughs> as Hugh Neutron. Yes. Okay, Jimbo. How's that? Yes. <laughs> Jim Jam Jimmy yes. Jimbo. I I forget what the rest of your name is. <laughs> James James Isaac Neutron. Megan gave him the middle name of Isaac Neutron. Yeah, it's it kind of like funny because he started up Newton. Newton. He started up something Quasar, and then then they reference it. Then you guys yeah, reference Quasar, it for yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, I think there was a Johnny. Qu- uh, That's what it was. There was another show that uh, Hanna Barbera did with Quasar in the title, and mm-hmm. um, we so we couldn't use it, so they changed it to Neutron. Yeah, yeah. Hanna Barbera is amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. That's another house that's very nostalgic. Flintstones and yeah, and Snagglepuss and all that stuff. That was mm-hmm. again that yeah. those Hanna Barbera also had Mel Blanc, but they also had other voice actors, Dawes Butler. And Paul Freeze, Frank and Welker, Frank Welker, yes, exactly. yes, yes. Tex Avery. I mean, there were. If you go back and you study the beginning of comedy animation, which was, I guess, it started in the '40s after the war. They would make these cartoons for movies instead of yeah. seeing coming attractions. You'd see a seven-minute cartoon before you would see whatever the you know the Batman, whatever the movie was yeah. in the theaters that week. Yeah. So they were they were cartoons made for adults they weren't made for kids right which is right. why i think they're mm-hmm. still funny to this day mm. well thank you so much yes. for thank you so coming much on. It has been yeah thank you so much yeah and and can we yeah. get you back in the yes. show in the future obviously as you did you did a great job of what you've done you know jim neutron anime so many other shows and everything yeah so many other great work what you're what you're doing can we what's going to be in the future also it did he still does uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, I'm doing a lot of baffo. <laughs> also, um, uh, any, uh, any any last words, um, Hugan and Lefty? <laughs> uh, lefty, I don't even remember what Lefty sounded like. Yeah, but I appreciate coming on the show with you guys. It's, uh, uh, it's I, been I an honor. Say, I know honor one of me. them mentioned about yeah. having your wife Megan Cavanaugh in the future. My cartoon wife, yeah, is cartoon wife. Yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have a. I have a cartoon wife named Megan Cavanaugh. I have a real life wife named Yenny Alvarez, who's also a voice actor in in English and in Spanish. Yeah. And so what I like to do is invite Megan over and watch them fight over me. Just literally (laughs) (laughs) beating the shit out of each other. It's it's uh, it's what I like to do on a Friday night. (laughs) Megan's awesome. Megan fights dirty though. It'd be awesome to have Megan on. If we get her on, you need to come back. Have, have the two parents in the same room. <laughs> that would be something. Come, yeah, oh, yeah boy. I'll say why. I'd, I'd pay to see it. I would pay to see that, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll oh, her. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway, Jakey. Yep. Yep. Deliver yep. last Thank words you, to yes. our audience. Thank you so yes. much for all of you to watch this episode. And as you know, like I always said, every single episode, we appreciate your support. And can't wait what you guys see for more of these episodes in the future. 
Um, see you guys again for the next episode. For all of us, Tavi, you're worth it. Yes, yes. you're all worth it. Yep. And see you on next episode. Bye bye for now. Bye. Stay nostalgic. Bye. Stay nostalgic. See you next time on another episode of Jake's Happiness Talk Show. Be sure to follow us on social media and stream us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Bye bye.